Welcome to Thinking Outside the Box with Gavin Rubinstein. Conversations between Gavin and the people he believes have trailblazed by thinking outside the box in their field, industry, or even just in his office. Ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) please welcome to the podcast, Thinking Outside the Box, with very, very special woman to my heart. Remy Lindsay. So excited. So weird calling you Lindsay I from know. like Quinn Living. And I'm like, what do oh I call gosh. her? And I've got two different emails. If but I had a dollar for every time I started writing Q-U-I. Uh, uh, and lovely. you got to change it up. Married life. How is married life? Your wedding was amazing. We're oh, going to talk about all of that, but uh, how is it? It's great. It's honestly no different though. Like I think if you have kind of like a, you know, quite a solid relationship prior to getting married and you're dating for a long time. I think a lot of people would agree. There's no difference. There's no difference. <laughs> Just and a great party that we had fun at. <laughs> exactly. That was a, a phenomenal wedding, one of my favourite. And you're glowing at the moment too. You've got some other news. You're yes. weeks away from giving birth, oh, my I God, am. to a beautiful baby boy. I know. Well, let's hope. I mean, no, <laughs> How are you feeling about that? I'm good. I'm. It kind of feels so surreal to be talking now in like just a few weeks away. Like it feels so strange, but no, I'm excited now, especially getting towards the end. I'm like, I fit nothing. You fit nothing. <laughs> you just want to fit back into your old yeah. clothes. Oh my God. To wear jeans again is such a luxury <laughs> that I just cannot wait. Well, you look amazing and you're, you're doing a great job. We're going to get into all of that. I think first off, I want to start with unpacking your story, your kind of personal story. I think some really interesting aspects of your life I'd love to unearth and delve into. I think let's start first off with a bit about you, kind of school life, professional life, and how on earth you ended up working with me. (laughs) I know, exciting. (laughs) Count my lucky stars. Well, I grew up on the Gold Coast. I went to school there for 12 years, and then I started university at Bond on the Gold Coast, and then I actually deferred after my first year to study film and theatre in LA. Right, right, right. I studied there for two years and then came back to the Gold Coast and finished my degree at Bond in business and communications, and then I moved to London straight after uni, and I worked there for, I think, about a year and a half at Matches fashion and then came back to Sydney from there just because I moved back from London and, you know, after London, you're kind of used to like a more fast paced mm. like life. And, sure, um, sure. So hold on. So, so you went Sydney Bond, pause LA two years, back to Sydney, get your degree. Sorry, Gold Coast. Gold Coast. Yeah, yeah. Get your degree and then go to London. For how long? I see. I didn't even know. Like you a year London. and a half-ish right. kind of. But Solo? By yourself? Yeah, by myself. Right. And right. I lived with my best friend Rachel there who I had met in LA. We actually went to film and theatre school together there. So I was in like I think I beat her with her before I went back to the Gold Coast to graduate Bond. And right. she was like, Ram, what are you going to do? And when you finish? And and I said, I actually have no plans. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do with my career, with my life. You know, that kind of feeling everyone gets in their like, early 20s. Sure. And she said, come live with me in London and like, we'll find you a job. Like, awesome. you know, you've got to do it. And so- That was an amazing experience. So fantastic. What was your role with Matches? And run through what Matches is for the listeners who don't know. So Matches Fashion is kind of a competitor to Netta Porter and those kind of like high-end fashion websites. It's an English website and Mm -hmm. it's worldwide now, obviously. Right. But it started in London and I worked at their head office in Clapham as an intern. I started, Rachel got me the internship. Right. So I was in this like (laughs) bunker photo studio with like, No air, no windows. Right. Yeah, so I worked like, you know, I'd come to work as an intern, pitch black outside, as you remember, London life, leave work, pitch black outside. Yep, depressing as fuck. Yes, so depressing. (laughs) Yeah. 
But it's and vibe. It was a vibe. It, I mean, it's London's a vibe. It's a great experience. I feel like it's a token Australian thing. I mean, if you can do it, you know, you've got to got to get over got there. Got experience, yep. And then I got a job on their product writing team mm-hmm. after my internship, which I was really grateful for. So I was able to stay stay on in their team and sort of like uh, meeting with a lot of high-end brands. We kind of all had allocations of different brands. I think right. I had menswear, swimwear, accessories, kind of things like that. Which and how is, old are you at this time? Um, gosh, how old was I? I think I turned 21 over there. Oh, so, you, babe, so you're getting a wealth yeah. of experience, LA, London, travel, degree, yeah, yeah at, a, at a young age. Okay, okay. In hindsight, like, my parents always say to me, they're like, I don't know why we like let you just like move to these places by yourself. Like I moved to LA alone when I was 18, which is, they're like, why did we just let you do that? But I was always so determined and headstrong yeah. and and I think that's the best thing for a young, I mean, I did the same thing, you know, kind of early on, it takes you out of your comfort zone, it exposes you to different worlds, it just teaches you a hell of a lot. So I think that's probably one of the best things that so can true. happen to you. Okay, so you, you get a job after the internship. Yes. Right? And I stayed on for quite a while in London, which was a fantastic, amazing experience. But I think in the end, the cold got me. And As it always does, it always gets Australians, it always gets Australians. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. My second winter there, I was like, fuck this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I stood in a puddle one day and it cracked and I was like, well, this is it. This is the end for yeah. me. Yeah. Uh, so then I moved back to the Gold Coast for a little while and, and I had the intention of moving straight to Sydney right. through my friend that I worked with at Matches Fashion in London. She put me in touch with a PR agency in Sydney. Okay, what's it called? The Mint Partners. Okay. And that was an amazing experience and I had worked there on like the Australian Turf Club, the Star Casino, some fashion brands like ASOS and sort of day-to-day it was a lot of organisational, like organising the media days, press days, press releases, a lot of writing, liaising with like celebrities and their contracts for brands and all skills that were very transferable for this role now working for you, of course. So dealing with like managing lots of different brands at once a la lots of different properties campaigns at once and things like that. So it was an amazing learning experience and they definitely like took a chance on me as well because I'd only done like fashion product writing up until that point. So I was recommended to them. So And how old were you at that point? I was um sorry, I'm puffed. Pregnancy (laughs) life, my lungs. (laughs) They're really Do you know, I listened to a podcast with our mutual friend, um, Montana, and she mentioned this when she was in like her third trimester. She's like, oh my God, I'm puffed. And now I completely can you understand. Not, can you not talk so quickly. Just, just, <laughs> I don't want you like, uh, I don't want you going to grow crazy. the last thing we need. At TRGHQ, you know what I mean? How old was I? How old were you and how long did you do that? I think I- I'm just trying to piece it back. Yeah, I think I must have been 24 perhaps when I like moved to Sydney and started working for the Mint Partners. And how long do you work for Mint Partners? I think I was there for like two years, perhaps. And then you and I had obviously met a couple of times socially right. through our mutual friends. And then well, f- through our mutual friend, friend. From my, from, through my ex-girlfriend. Yes. Who was then saucy. dating who was then dating <laughs> a guy that was best friends with your now husband. Yes. And we ended up going out for dinner in yes. Bondi. Do you remember Bondi Road? That, yes. that little joint where we first met. Yes, yes. You forgot Gosh, that, good didn't memory. You? I did forget that. Yeah, man. So that's where Details. we first met. And I was like, oh, hey, nice to meet this girl. And from there, it kind of, you did your yeah. thing, I did my thing. And then I remember mentioning to Simi, who was who yes, our mutual friend's name. I said, look, I'm having a bit of issues with my EA at the yes. time. And I'm like, do you have any idea of who would be suitable for the role? And she put your name forward, didn't she? And she yeah. like kind of suggested it. 
I know, which was great. Like, you know, she should be a recruiter because that was great for her because I wasn't looking for a job. Yeah. You weren't looking for someone that was from PR. Correct. It was, yeah, it was really- What did she say to you? Aligned. I think she was like, you know, I think you'd be perfect to work for my friend Gavin. Like, you know, you're so, your personalities would work really well together. And I yeah. think she was watching Suits at the time. Yeah. And I remember her saying like, I just watch it and you remind me of Donna. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like- You and do she- and you're, you're, you're very much, I mean, obviously our, our relationship today is very much like that after four or five years. Yes. But okay, so she said that to you and then- Tell me more. What, and then what else? you and I ran into each other at Coachella. In, I remember in LA. that in LA. Yeah. Yeah, Palm Springs. And yeah. then we said, okay, when we get back, let's go for coffee yep. and we'll discuss this role. Yep. And then we met at Indigo, I think, in Double we Bay. Did. We did. We had a few coffees and yep. you came with your binder of the role. <laughs> like it was like a double page, like yep. <laughs> double sided 10 page document of everything the role included. Which it, was it, was, so- it was a very detailed list because, you know, obviously having trouble with or issues with my past mm-hmm. EA, I wanted to make sure because it's such an important position that there wasn't going to be turnover regularly. In fact, in the ideal world, never turnover again. Mm. So like, I don't know if you remember, but on that job description, there was like the smallest like details because yeah, so detail. I didn't want any surprises, right? And I remember you saying that. I remember you giving me like an example of like, you text your old assistant asking for something like on a Sunday that was just like something really minor, really personal, and she didn't write back till Monday because she's like, oh, it didn't seem urgent to me. Yeah. And that's actually something that I teach everyone now that we're onboarding and things like no matter what you don't think as a person, if you're like, oh, you know, it's not up to anyone else to determine what's urgent, what's not, because they don't know all the other plates you're spinning and all the 20 different other things that are going on that that one piece might be essential to. So it's kind of interesting now, like looking back on that. But um. Yeah. And and that's in the foundation. And obviously, um, you know, I think that's set the tone for today. And that's a big piece of our culture here in the wider TRG Mm. office. But anyway, so I was good enough to get you on board. Why did you leave fashion to come to real estate? I know. I would have never, ever predicted that I would work in real estate. So what'd you do? It had to be a reason. Give me, give me, give me some yes. context. The reason was because honestly, it was like, it was you as a person. It was not like the role. It wasn't the job. Appreciate it wasn't that. real estate. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> we rarely give each other compliments. <laughs> no, you give them you to me all the time. You oh, Come on, man. Gang. <laughs> It was just that you were so inspiring to me and the passion you had at growing your business. And I could just tell as well, you were only just beginning. And even though at the time, I think you had been number one agent for the Ray White Network for maybe four years, years, four or five years years. at that time. I don't think it was five. I think it was a couple or two or three. Yeah, Yeah. it was was early days. At that time, you know, you had already been so successful, but I could tell for you the way you were speaking, it was only just the beginning. And at that point, we were working out of another... Ray White agency and, you know, and now we're in your first office about to move into your second soon. And I could just tell it was only the beginning and it was just a brand that I just wanted to be a part of. And mm. You essentially made the transition because you obviously clicked with myself, which is an Mm. important part. So it had nothing to do with real estate. Mm -hmm. And also because you saw potential of what was a trajectory that you could be a part of, which is interesting, right? For Mm. other people who are looking into kind of 
roles and what they're doing and what they should do because a lot of people are just looking for like an instant. A lot of people mm. just want to work with the best as opposed to, you know, working with someone who they actually see potential to mm. be the best. Exactly. You know, and I think that's an important yeah. piece. You know, people just have faith just in the brand. Ha- have and- faith in the brand and the person people just want to jump to the top as opposed to trying to recognize, well, this in the future could be great. And if I'm patient, yeah. I-, I may start on X as a salary, but in terms of where I'll be in a few years, it will be substantially yeah. more. And I'm also going to learn a lot in that process. Yeah. And I could tell and I have in hindsight as well just learned so much from working so closely to you and I just knew that the trajectory you were on I could go so much further in my career and learn so much more than I ever would if I had stayed in my and when I did go back and resign to my old position in PR and yep. they were fantastic to work for and everything and they said oh we'll make you a director you know I remember, I remember. say we'll make you a director and I just thought even if I was a director here like I just know even go I could go so much further with Gavin and like in what well, what that's my a leap of, that's a leap of faith because we didn't know each other yeah we really I, didn't really, I mean we it's had a mutual friend size, we it? met a Coachella when I was you know probably off my tits <laughs> probably didn't know half of what I was saying and then I just we had one meeting where I hit you with a, a big detailed list and you've just taken that leap of faith so there's also a lesson in that sometimes yeah. just jump right yeah you've got to trust like your intuition and gut and what feels right and I just knew this felt right and even I'm um, I think before even my first day, we went to Arik together with the team yeah, with yeah, Kai yeah. and Ollie mm. and Jerome. And I wanted to get you acquainted because yeah. we were a tight little unit. That one was me, Jerome, Kai, Ollie, and then you jumped on. Exactly. I think Kai had just started before me too. Just, yeah. yeah. April 2017. And I wanted to get you acquainted. I wanted to start to build somewhat a knowledge of real estate. So we took mm. you to the Australian Real Estate Conference in the Gold Coast. Yeah, which is amazing. And it was so cool to just get to know everyone on then also a social level as well and yeah, get along so well. And then I was so excited to start. I was like, oh my gosh. You made the right decision. Thank God yes. you did. Yeah. Okay. So you mentioned a couple of things there as well, which are worth talking about us working in a previous agency before starting here. Mm-hmm. So we worked at obviously the Double Bay office in mm-hmm. Ray White. The split from that office and even that experience was just an interesting process, wasn't it? It's a real bonding experience for real, all of us. It was a real <laughs> bonding experience. And look, it didn't end the best, which is fine. I'm, I have no regrets and I'm glad it unfolded the way it did because I think we all learned so much. And we probably needed that push as well. And so. we, we definitely did because mm. I always actually say that if that never happened, you know, as a salesperson, you always mm. want to be a salesperson. You don't necessarily want to be a business owner because you love the deal so much. Yeah. But again, in that scenario, like what made you back me? What made you? And I, I think, look, ev- everybody did, but it was kind of a crazy. It was interesting though. Yeah. Everyone would ask. I'd get asked almost like multiple times a day. Oh, so are you leaving with Gavin? Yeah. yeah. And I was like, I found that the funniest thing because it, it, would, it had never even entered my mind that I wouldn't be yeah. going with you, like yeah, wherever yeah. you were going. And yeah. I was like, that's so into such a funny question to me. Everyone's like, are you going to go with Gavin or are you going to stay or is Ollie going to stay or is yeah. Kai going to stay? And it was just so funny because it was never a question in any of our minds. Like, it was like, well, okay, where are we going? What are we going to do? Yeah. You know, what's- and what's, what's the next plan? What did you learn? Because at that time, there was no Jared. There was no like, you You yeah. were my only right hand. I, you were my soundboard. Yeah. I would always value your opinion. I would speak to you and tell you what was going on. You knew everything from A to freaking Z, even before Kai and Ollie and Jerome kind of knew. What did you learn from that process? So much. It, that was honestly such a, like, as we were just saying- before, like that was such a valuable experience, I think, for all of us. And I, I learned so much. That main thing, I, hit me with the main thing. Like the mm, main- I guess we're well, starting a business from like the ground up. Even I remember um, 
Like I was like, okay, well, we're going to need somewhere to work out of and where are we going to work out of? And I found a serviced office, you yeah. know, in Double Bay and I've done all the paperwork and I was like, great, done. You know, we're in there. And then Ray White was like, oh no, you can't work in Double Bay. Like, you know, you were actually kicked out of the entire suburb. I was like, oh, okay, great. And then had to undo all those contracts and, you know, just little things that like business kind of franchise agreements and things like that, like so many things that I never, ever would have been exposed to if not working for you. And I'm so grateful as well. You always bring me in so closely to all deals and things like that and speak so candidly and transparently with me. So I'm so across everything, which is an experience most employees will never have. 100%. Like knowing what a business owner, that journey and learning so much. I'm so grateful for that experience. Like that was amazing. And and in terms of that first period, we had to work silo out of another office whilst we were renovating this current space. Yes. And I put a lot on you, like, because you went from, I mean, I always have put a lot on you, but you went from just kind of focusing on me to Mm. like, it's now me, it's the future of the business, it's all logistics, and you've got to build this whole new skill set, which is marketing, uploading properties, building ads for the whole office. Like, how did you, how'd you deal with that? How did, no, no, let me rephrase that. (laughs) How did you deal with that and not only come through it, but actually come through it as an absolute master of it. Like oh what gosh. What was that like? It was totally like, what's the saying? Like out of the frying pan into the fire, wasn't it? It's like I, like I laughed that I used to think my job was busy. Like I was like, oh, I used to think I was so busy and, you know, work so hard. But you were, you were busy and you worked hard. <laughs> but it just, you took it to another level because you took yeah. on more, right? It was amazing to learn what my capacity was. And that is something that I absolutely love. Like I love pushing myself. I love knowing how much I can do, how much I can cram the day, love being busy. And like I definitely did not think I could learn all those new skills and have such a huge capacity. You definitely would tell me. I'd be like, Gav, oh my gosh, no, I can't take on that extra role. There were no. tears. There were multiple yeah, there were times tears. you broke down kind of. I'm definitely that person that people that I mean, no, I never cry. I never cry. I don't cry over, you know, didn't cry when I fell pregnant, didn't cry when I get married. Like not not a cryer. You're not a cryer. Not a cryer, but sometimes Gav will just look, you'll look at me and I'll be like, oh my God. <laughs> uh, you know, it's, it's like when you're totally fine all day and then someone that you kind of have that synergy with when you look at each other and you both know what you're thinking yeah. kind of exposed like looks into your soul and you're like oh gosh and Gab's like come into my office or let's go for a walk around the block and then I'm like oh my gosh there were definitely a few meltdown moments but it was yeah just you you had the most faith in me you would I'd say Gav I can't I can't do all the marketing you know we used to have two marketing girls how could I now start sure. doing all the marketing for on our- top of still being my EA still looking after because at the time we had no other yeah. support right no. it was like you've got to do everything you're us. doing plus a hell of a lot more and then, you know, even down to like then talking about tiles for this office and then you're, you're kind of thinking like, I have a company to set up, I can't deal with this or like going to head office and having fights with someone and, you know, about our agreements and things like that. I think what we can take from that is just women are so much more talented than men. No, <laughs> like Women can just take on so, so much more. And it kind of brings me to this question I always ask, which is around female contribution to the real estate industry. And like we attended a, an event the other night, which you were a guest speaker at, which which I thought you were amazing. And it was just a a great place to be a part of. But some stat was thrown out around like 30% of listings are are female or, or, you know, Mm. have a female as a listing agent. And I'm like perplexed by that. Why do you think that is? I know it is so interesting to me that there aren't more women, female agents in real estate. Like they mainly go for like admin roles and things like that. I think women seem to be like a bit deterred. They think, oh, you know, I don't know, like can't have it all, can't 
raise children, can't have a family, can't do anything like that. With I don't know, which which is funny to me because I see a lot of people in our office now have families pick up their children from school every day, yeah. like manage it all. Like I think it's actually such a flexible career option mm. because you're really running your own insular business within a bigger business. So it is interesting to me. I don't know. It's something that you and I spoke about a bit after that leading ladies in real estate event, like, you know, how can we recruit more women? We want to build more. And I think obviously with Noah starting, we've now got Renee, we've got Steph who are both past clients. Mm -hmm. I think there is huge opportunity for females in the real estate industry. Definitely. So we we want to get a a few of those people. You and I always talk about, we love that energy. Like I think that energy that, you you know, females bring to listings and like, it's, it's amazing. properties yeah we've got to get more of them okay a couple mm. more things i want to touch off on culture in the office and real estate agents in general yes <laughs> talk to me about the culture in here and what are your thoughts on it yeah so the culture in our office i think we've been so lucky to kind of try and cultivate and maintain from when we were that really small group yeah really trying to maintain that it's hard it is hard to maintain that isn't it because Fair. like the more we're growing quickly and recruiting more people it's definitely difficult to keep that you know, tight family Quantity and quality balance. Quantity, quality balance. It's It's so hard. But at this stage, I would say we've definitely maintained it. Anyone that hasn't been of that same culture mindset, which is work hard, family mentality, protect each other, loyalty, have fun. I think anyone that walks into this office, you know, you hear laughter most of the time, not messing around, no one messing around, but you know, we're all Having you a know, vibe. everyone's it's banter, everyone's, it's a good vibe. What We've about, always respo- got what about music. responsiveness? I got 24-7, you always see everyone's phone strapped to the- <laughs> Yeah. It's definitely like you're here to work and yeah. to succeed. Yeah. Or, you know, get out. Like, And we've been we've yeah. been pretty ruthless about that, haven't we? I mean, yeah. particularly with some of the younger people who have come and gone. Yeah. We appreciate and acknowledge it's not for everybody. No. But when we get the good ones, we really hold on to them and they just fit If you perfectly. enjoy, you know, going to Pilates after work and, you know. Or taking an hour for lunch during yeah, the day. Don't work here. Don't work <laughs> here. That's, a, you know, like th- this is not for you. But if you want to work really hard and enjoy your days and love the people you work with and, you know, they become your family and, you know, even – like having a quick coffee and walking around the block and troubleshooting something at work with someone you really respect and admire, if that's your jam, then work it. 100%. (laughs) And so when you talk about work ethic, work hard, you talk about responsiveness. These are probably two of the best qualities that I see in you, right? So in terms of, I've just met very, very few people who have your work ethic, are able to take on so much, attack it so precisely, make very little to no mistakes and do it in such a quick manner. Where do you think that comes from? I think definitely, I I definitely had a lot of those skills to begin with. I've always been really organized. Oh my gosh, I've always crammed so much more into the day than most other people. Like I've definitely noticed that in my my family and friends are always telling me that. Yeah, you do like five people's jobs in one (laughs) and you do it with ease. You know? But I've definitely, like the capacity as well as like your business has grown, my capacity's grown and I've had to become more laser strategic, more organized. Yeah. But it's got, it's got to be more than that. There's got to be, there has to be a place. I don't know if it's childhood. I don't know mm-hmm. if it's your father. I don't know if it's yeah, your upbringing. I don't definitely. know if it's your experiences. Like where, let's go deeper as opposed to like, I work with a lot of people. There are very few very few people who have your work ethic, who can manage tasks as efficiently as you do, and particularly as many of them, and, you know, respond and just overall 
It's impressive. I want to know where it comes from. Definitely, I, I definitely would say my work ethic for sure comes from my father. He's like an extremely hard worker. He was an interesting cat, right? Yes. <laughs> you and my dad get along very well. Tell us about him. Good. Tell us about him. He's extremely hard worker. I mean, I think he, he grew up in Broken Hill working in the mines from when he was like very young. I think got probably like, you know, maybe 14 or something. Moved to the Gold Coast, started his own plumbing business, Quinlivet's Plumbing, air conditionings, got went into property, lots of things. It's always, literally up until today, works 24 hours a day, never not strapped to his mobile phone. (laughs) Um, And so I've definitely grown up seeing that around me and all my brothers are very entrepreneurial as well. And my whole family is just definitely workaholics, insomniacs. (laughs) Yeah, obviously has had an effect on you. That's obviously resonated with you. That's obviously created this foundation Mm -hmm. for you to want to go. Where it's always been admired and respected if you work hard and, you know. My, my dad loves that how hard you and I work together and, you know, loves the Q&A we did last week and loves hearing that. It's definitely praised in our family, like, to work hard and to not be emotional, not, you know, sit yeah. down and think about, oh, woe is me, I haven't had a holiday in a year. But no, but more like, you know, how amazing that you get to work in something you love every day and how amazing, you know, you get to have a baby and everyone's so, you know, supportive of that and wants you to come back and, <sighs> and you know, not yeah. take anything for granted because a lot of people would be like, oh, God, like – have to work 24 7 no be so grateful you're employed like yeah. you know look at look around open yeah. your eyes up and like that's definitely how my family's definitely well it's it makes a difference because i've met a lot of people i mean you haven't had one sick day since you've been pregnant no it's pretty freaking wild considering the pace that we work at right mm-hmm. and but particularly considering the fact no one's had a break because of covid I, I mean you probably do or don't know this but this year we've personally on a personal level not the business mm. which you have a, a, a big part to do it doubled our business in terms mm. of sales and listings insane you've been managing my schedule with a full-time tv show schedule <laughs> like uh, i mean and you, you know outside of everything else it's just impressive to see and i'd like anyone watching this whether they're female mm. or male to get inspiration from that and the capacity we all have as humans is insane. It's insane, insane. but f- few people get it. Yeah. You know, yeah, few people true. realize it. Real estate agents, I mean, you're, you're a spectator and have been a spectator for a long time. Mm-hmm. And particularly since we've opened the office, we've seen multiple, mainly young people go. None of our core team have left. No. But the young retention. people that kind of have bounced, what do you think makes them mm. go so quick? And then the second part to that question, we're going to wrap up shortly, is you've seen a lot of the guys like Ollie and Kai who mm. used to be essentially assistants now- Running their own teams. Running their own teams, making a really good living for themselves. Like what do you think changed with them from your observations? It's amazing to see Kai and Ollie's trajectory and especially because I remember when we left our old office and to open new office, you're like, okay, boys, you're going to have your own teams. You know, so they were like, no. Please me don't. and Ollie got in a fight. <laughs> Ollie's like, I refuse. He didn't, t- he didn't talk to me for like two <laughs> weeks, I swear to God. I know. they were. Well, Kai was, Kai's always had, I think, definitely like blind faith in you. Yeah. Kind of like whatever you recommend for him, he's like, okay, Gav will only recommend the best for yeah. me. And he was like, I'm going to do this. But Ollie was definitely so trepidatious, which is why we love Ollie. Yeah. He was like, oh, no, this doesn't have to be. I don't like change. Like, I don't want to have my own team. And now, you know, he's been Both number one agent for most of this year as well. And so, it's been amazing. It's definitely, I mean, look, that's the proof is in the pudding there. If you work hard and you are working for an amazing office where that they have faith in you, 
you can do anything. Like the numbers they're writing now, I think they they never dreamt that they would yeah. <laughs> ever I mean, do. Part, and part to do with the market. I mean, we've got to give some credit to that. But yeah. but there are, there are a lot of people who aren't in that space and haven't had mm. that level of growth. Exactly. And in regards to the young agents that kind of, you know, we have had a bit of turnover with, and I think every single real estate office in the world has a high turnover with young sales agents. I don't think so. I mean, I just think with us, we're so ruthless with, you know, I think we're so ruthless with knowing who's a fit and who's not. Like I catch up with all the yeah. teams, you know, now it's once every two weeks, once a month, whenever whenever mm-hmm. we can, obviously, without mentioning any names, as an associate working for another agent, they had enjoyed their birthday kind of out on a boat. You know, Saturday, they were then partying Sunday and then mm-hmm. Monday, um, they didn't come into the office. And in the meeting, I just was straight point blank and said, listen, mm you're lucky you're working for him and not me because I would have flicked you right there yeah. and there. That is not the culture I'm building here. And there are hundreds of real estate officers that will be okay with that. The one with my name on the door ain't ever going to be. Yeah, exactly. You'd rather someone come in on their deathbed, hungover as hell, but still have the work ethic and the respect to show up. Correct. Exactly. Correct. Yeah. I think that's super important. But why do you think they like, why? Why Why do they come in and then? Mm. Everyone, th- I think people honestly, because of how- <laughs> happy we seem to be all the time. They think it's a really easy, glamorous ride. And, you yeah. know, everyone looks so glad. I mean, not me today, Consider I just, you know, stole this shirt off Sonia. Um, they you know, spilled coffee, coffee over, over my yours. T-shirt before. But, you know, they think it's really glam and, you know, oh, they look like they're just having the best time. And, you know, they're always out at these really cool places and yeah. living the best life. And people come here and apply here thinking it's going to be, you know, the easiest ride ever. And it looks fantastic, like a movie. But, you know, we are the hardest working people you will ever meet. And even I saw some like the young team members from our office getting coffee together the other day and I thought oh my god it's so funny like I Kai and Ollie and I never would have been game enough to go get coffee together you know five <laughs> years ago I know I don't want to make you seem like you know hard to ask myself no, but right, you know we, never, truth. we never would have been game enough to do that I didn't have to press you never said like that. if I wouldn't if I were to notice something was off I'll be the first to pull everybody up yes. but like I didn't have to press you I think there was this mm. underlying respect you know that I think is missing from a lot of these young cats who are so hopping true. in and out of the industry to try and find their feet and I think you're right they think it's easy but when they get a sense they get a damn shock real quick brutally shocked I think some people when they start here they're like oh my gosh these are the hours you work oh my gosh like Remy's emailing at 11 p.m what oh my gosh final question and then we're gonna wrap up what sort of inspiration can you give to I want to encourage females to to look at real estate as an industry and say that interests me, you know, and 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 I love that for you it wasn't just about real estate. Well, it wasn't at all about real estate when you first got in. It was more so about how can you develop your own personal skills on on so many levels. How can we do that? What what would you say? What sort of I think for women in real estate, and I think Sam White even mentioned this the other night. Shout out to Sam. I love Sam. Shout out to Sam. She's so glam. So amazing. Inspo. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yes. But even Sam said the other night, like if you could build up, if women could come straight out of school into real estate and learn this business from such a young age and have their fully own functioning teams set up and running before the time they even start having children. Which is so realistic. Definitely an achievable goal. Yeah. How amazing is that to have a fully functioning, running business, people working underneath them, they can step away, have their child, come back, be flexible, running their own teams within a franchise. That's the dream. Like, that's amazing. And it's not about 
I'm being passionate about, you know, property or real estate. I wouldn't say, I would never say I'm passionate about real estate. Yeah. But I, you know, I love meeting people. I love the vendors. I love the buyers. I love going to all different properties, all different apartments. And, you know, it's just learning so much from so many different people. We meet so many people from so many different Inspiring walks of life. Inspiring people too, right? Particularly yes. in our market. It's a vibe. So many. And it's not even about the real estate. Like that's obviously, you know, your bread and butter. <laughs> but for me, it's about the, you know, whatever. <laughs> you love that. It's crazy. No. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's just the whole experience and people. It's a people industry for sure. 100%. But I think for women, it's for women that want to be agents, obviously I'm not an agent, but I think that as Sam White touched on the other night, I don't know if I did it justice articulating it the way she did. But to me, that really resonated. I was like, that would be amazing if you could get in young, not be a backstop career. We don't want to see real estate as being no. a backstop career. Like, oh, you know, law didn't work out. I guess yeah. I'll try real estate 100%. or, you know, it being a first choice because it, it should be a first choice. Amazing industry. Obviously, I'm biased, but I think it's a it's the greatest business ever. And I do, and this is no disrespect to, to the women who are currently working in real estate. Mm. There are just so few of them. So I actually think a big part of why they've done well, because I work with you know a lot of them, and some of them are impressive. A lot of them are not. And I think a lot of why they've mm -hmm. done well is because of default, because people generally love to deal with females, but they don't have much choice. So they pick no, choice is limited. Kind of who's available. So anyone watching this thinking about exactly. it, get into get it. Get into it. Exactly. Because you see people, I think as well, you said in America as well, like there are so there seem to be so many female America, agents. America, UK, they dominate. And here you just exactly. don't see it. Exactly. Yeah. We love competition. I think you always say there's enough of the pie for everyone. Like more is more. We're not about cutting anyone down. We want 100%. everyone to come up together. It's 100%. so great. And, yeah. To wrap up, what's on the future cards for Remy Lindsay? Ah, well. How many more kids you going to have? Oh, my God. <laughs> Let's just try and have one <laughs> I first. I got a plan. I got a plan. <laughs> exactly. No, you and I will always be transparent with our plans with each other, of course. But um, You know I lost a bet on that. Oh, did you? I lost a bet. Which I lost is so bet. crazy because I Sh told Shani you. Shani and I actually, we were out. This is a while ago, kind of towards the start of the year. I think we bet 500 bucks. She's like, <laughs> Remy's going to have a kid this year. And I'm like, she's not going to have a kid this year. I'm like, next year. Anyway, you cost me God, 500 bucks. You were very bucks. close to winning. <laughs> Christmas, New Year's baby. You could have definitely gone over. But no, I would love to obviously have my first child and then I'm so keen to come back to work as soon as possible next year. And How do you think you're going to balance that, like new baby, know, work, crazy. demanding boss? <laughs> I know, <laughs> not a demanding boss to me. I don't see it. But <laughs> see, always, always. Just good news. No one has my back. No, <laughs> but um, no, I, I definitely, Um, I was speaking to my girlfriend on Sunday, actually, who runs a very successful business, Walter G. Jen, and I, you know, I'm just asking her, I'm like, oh, she has a seven-month baby I'm like so you know what do you do daycare nannies like tell me this routine and right, right. you know I'm definitely asking people I think yeah knowledge is power and I definitely am asking all the boss ladies my wife like Montana Jen and asking them how they manage it like being a mom and doing it all because I think you can have it all and I definitely I see TRG is so much of my identity and I personally don't want to lose that <laughs> I want oh, to maintain cool. that so yeah, I'll definitely be just figuring it out and, and growing as well with you. I think you and I'll probably do a few dinners and lunches, figuring it out, being like, okay, so how are we going to do this schedule? And But I think as well, I'm also inspired by Renee and Steph who now work here and they're working moms as well. So like seeing how they do it all. But I think it can be done. 100%. Well, listen, I mean, you talk about a trajectory. We, ha we haven't even started. Shit's about to get real exactly. with, with us. So strap in, Rem. Not only is TRG part of your identity, you are such a big part of TRG's identity. Oh, you. you are the oxygen to the company. 
to myself, we appreciate everything you do and we look forward to seeing what you do next. I so appreciate it. Thank you for your time. So grateful. (laughs) 